And as promised, we are joined right now by a defensive tackle for the Houston Texans. He is in his eighth season overall, but his first with the Texans. He was the 12th pick overall by the Saints in 2016 on Louisville. On the season, 22 tackles, five for loss. He's got four sacks this year. The Texans, great story. They're five and four. They've won three of their last four. They're hosting Arizona on Sunday. We are joined right now by Sheldon Rankin. Sheldon, really good to have you on, man. How are you? I am good, man. I appreciate you guys for having me on. It's great to have you on. Really appreciate you doing it. So listen, I'm not going to lie. I think personally, there's so much to like about your team and the year you're all having right now. Your road win at Cincinnati, to me, was one of the most impressive wins of the entire season league-wide. Can you take a look back for a minute? What was your biggest takeaway from that win and in beating Joe Burrow and the Bengals? Yeah, I just think um, just the ability of our team to to be able to handle themselves in any moment. You know, there, there was a time where, you know, we were able to get a bit of a lead and, you know, um, obviously weren't able to, to maintain that as well as we'd like. Uh, you know, since he's a good team, playoff team, you know, team that, you know, a few years ago is in the Super Bowl. So, uh, they were able to battle back and, and make some plays to, to put themselves in position to, to be able to, to capture that game. And then, you know, for us, um, you know, just, uh, be, being a, a mix of, you know, a, a lot of young, talented guys and then a, a mix of some good veterans. You know, for us to be able to to go into that hostile environment and be able to to not bat an eye uh, no matter what happened and to be able to compose ourselves and be able to come up with the plays necessary uh, each and every time to, to be able to seal that victory on the road. That's that's big for 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 a young team going forward. Sheldon, you yourself had a monster game, which I want to get to in a minute. But that point you just made about how, you know, we fell behind or we had some moments, but then we showed composure. I want to ask you about C.J. Stroud, because I obviously, like everybody else, I could not be more impressed with this guy and the way he plays. But what blows me away about him in that game, he had three turnovers, yet when it mattered most, he was cold-blooded in leading that team down the field for that game-winning drive in the final two minutes. How many young quarterbacks have you been around that can just put those mistakes behind them, forget they even happened, and then go and win a game of that magnitude? Yeah, uh, I think you kind of you kind of hit it on the head, you know, saying he's cold blooded. You know, I, I always uh, that's literally what I always describe him as uh, as a player. You know, his mindset, the way he approaches uh, each and everything he has to do uh, throughout the week in order to get ready. And then on Sundays when he's out there in the field, like you said, I mean, you know, so to have those turnovers, you know, for a young guy in a hostile environment, uh, you know, big time pressure situation against a, a playoff team, you know, that that can that can rattle a lot of people, you know, but for but for him, uh, he does a great job of, of living in the moment, living in each and every play and understanding what's asked of him uh, to do for for that down or that situation. And, you know, nine times out of 10, he's going to go out and execute and, and do exactly what you need him to do. So uh, and I've noticed that from him from from day one. You know, he's always been a guy who's who's asked the right questions and and wanted to know things and sought you know, sought knowledge and always wanted to to find ways to improve himself, never hanging on the, you know, the the fact that he's drafted to be the franchise quarterback and, oh, you know, maybe he has time to develop. You know, for him, it's it's about proving who he is right now and then continuing that that ascension into, you know, the 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 just star, you know, quarterback that, that he is now and is going to continue to be. 
Sheldon Rankin's joining us. I, you answered my question. I was going to ask you, like when you first saw him, you've been around a while now. You've seen everything. I interviewed him on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. I mean, clearly watching him in college, you knew there was something there, right? That's a really talented guy. But when I sat with him, just the way this guy shows up, even for something like that, to your point, he is where his feet are. Like he's in the moment. This guy's presence and confidence was just jumping right off the charts. But I'm just a media guy. I'm curious, when he steps into a locker room, when you first met him, did you get that vibe from him or did you need to see it from him on the field first? Like, what was your first impression of the guy? Yeah, no, he 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 has an aura of confidence with him wherever he goes. And it's not it's not cockiness. It's not arrogance. It's not, uh, you know, him, you know, feeling himself or anything like that. He he walks in a room and understands and 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 knows he can get the job done and knows he can get the job done at a high level. But he also wants to bring everybody with him. It's not just about him. It's about the 10 guys around him. It's about, you know, his offensive line. It's about his running backs. It's about his receivers and tight ends. It's about the defense. It's about special teams. I mean, he's always, he's always looking to, 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 to build those relationships. And I think that goes a long way. He's not just playing quarterback from, you know, the, the hours from when he's in the building. And then when he leaves, you know, he he's, he's doing other things like, no, he's, he's all about being, uh, the quarterback, the leader of this team from, you know, Sunday through Sunday, you know, whether it's hanging out with guys outside of the building or, you know, extra film study or just kind of, you know, just hanging out in the locker room, you know, shooting basketball in the locker room or different things like that. Like he makes himself a part of everything we're doing here, not putting himself above everything, which w- 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 could be easy for for a young guy in a situation like this where he's playing as well as he is. I mean, you know, for a young guy, a rookie quarterback, you know, nine games in to be mentioned, you know, in, in MVP discussions and different things like that, that could get to a guy's head. But for him, you know, he, he's very humble. He's, he carries himself with, with, uh, with, with the confidence and, and, and with the purpose to, to lead men and he goes about it the right way. And that's, it's, it's special to be able to watch it, special to be able to experience it and to know that he's truly only going to get better and to know that he truly wants to get better. Like he's not hanging on the fact that, oh, his first nine games, he's played well. Like for him, he's still seeking out ways to improve and, and do everything he can to put this team on his back and, and put us in positions to, to be successful. My man, that's incredible praise coming from somebody like you who's been in the league as long as you have and all true. I mean, such, such high praise. Sheldon Rankin's joining us. You know, back to your game, you had a monster game, a monster game. You had a career-high three sacks, and you forced a fumble. That's a day now, big dude. When was the last time you had a three-sack game? Ever? Yeah, so it was high school. My junior year, uh, my junior year, we played Stockbridge High School. I had eight tackles and three sacks. I remember that. Like, it was, you know, it did, you, know you, you never forget games like that. So, uh, you know, to be able to, you know, I missed a few games with injury, but to be able to come back and, you know, it, it took me a few drives to kind of shake the rust off. But once I found the rhythm, uh, once I got back out there and was, you know, you know, getting back into the swing of things, like it felt good to be able to to get back and have an impact like that and and make plays for this team. And, you know, we, we always talk about it, being able to make those plays to get the ball back to CJ and allow him to do what he does. Listen, you had options in the offseason as a free agent. I mean, did you have some sort of crystal ball? Did you see this team having the kind of season that it's having? Why did you sign with the Texans? Yeah, no, I I can honestly say I I didn't, you know, I I couldn't have uh in my wildest dreams I couldn't have, have drawn it as perfect as it's been. 
but, you know, understanding, um, you know, D'Amico and, you know, I, I knew some guys who knew him and played for him and they spoke so highly of him. And, you know, there were a couple times and, you know, I think D'Amico said it before where he had tried to, to trade for me when I was, you know, in other places, you know, to get me to San Fran. So, um, you know, it was opportunity to, to, to finally get that done and, you know, being able to to play in this system again. I love playing in this defensive system and, you know, it allows uh, my abilities to to be able to to shine through and, you know, to be able to, you know, to, to really play my best ball. And then, you know, I felt like it just really gave me an opportunity to uh, to prove the, the guy that I still am. You know, there, there was a you know point in my career where, you know, I felt like I was truly ascending into to being one of those upper tier players. And then I, you know, kind of got met with, you know, just back to back to back injuries, you know, just some 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 unfortunate things that, that kind of, you know, slow progress. But to be able to to have the opportunity to to continue to show the league that I am a, a three down disruptive player, uh, you know, no, no, no matter the situation, um, I, I relish that opportunity. And then, you know, add in the fact that, you know, you know, once I sign and, you know, we, we draft CJ, Trey back up, get Will and, you know, Tank Dell and all those. Like, I mean, you know, it 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 really all came together, you know, to, to form the perfect storm. And, you know, I'm just blessed to be, you know, to, to have this opportunity to be able to to impact this organization uh, in any way that I can. You know, we were talking about this. In fact, I've got a side hustle to the side hustle called the Reinvention Project. That thing you just said, like, I wanted to prove. I wanted to prove that I was still that guy. So now that you've, like, hit that second mountain, you're scaling the second mountain, you're proving that you are that guy. I'm curious, did you have to prove it to yourself and since you are proving it, how does that feel? How gratifying is that? Yeah, I think uh, I think at, at first um, the, the, that's that's kind of where it starts. You know, it, the, once you go through some some traumatic things, you go through some you know some unfortunate situations. You uh, your confidence is the first thing to go, right? Like you know, you still you still go out there and train. You still go out there and you know and, and do things throughout the off season to put yourself in the best position to to be able to make plays, but. Um, you know, the, the the confidence aspect, the mental aspect that goes along with it, like that's a whole different thing that has to be trained. So, you know, being able to come into this situation and understand it, um, you know, what, what what I wanted to do, what I wanted to make of it and to be able to to go out and and, and be able to, to execute as well as I feel like I have been as of late uh, and to continue to be able to do that. Yeah, it's big improvement in myself, you know, I think because. You know, as, as a young guy, uh, I think you worry so much about uh, outside perception. You worry so much about, you know, what other people think. Uh, that stuff gets in your head. But I think, you know, the the longer I've played, I think it's been more about, man, like uh, being able to look myself in the mirror and, and, and be truly happy with the with the, you know, the play that I put on tape, you know, and I think, uh, uh, you know, last week was a great demonstration of, of, of being able to you know, allow everything that I truly, truly work on and, and truly, you know, bust my ass for and 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 really die for out there uh, to allow it to really like culminate in, in, in what was an amazing game. And I just look forward to being able to build on that and look forward to being able to, you know, not prove anybody wrong, but prove myself right. Uh, each and every time I step out there. Such good insight. Hey, let me finally ask you this. I appreciate the time so much. It's such a great conversation. Even at the highest level, you just said it, guys lose their confidence. Once you lost your confidence, how did you get it back? What was your process? What did you do to get that mojo back? Yeah, it's tough. I think, uh, you know, it's a lot of trial and error, you know, at, at times because, you know, as, 
as professional athletes, as you know, uh, especially, you know, in this profession, football, alpha men, like, you know, that's how you feel like, you know, uh, tough guys, quote unquote, like that's that's the, you know, the stigma around, you know, football players. So like it's hard to openly express the fact that you've lost confidence or it's hard to express the fact that like, man, you may not think you can do it as well as you used to, you know, to, to do it at one point in time anymore. So, you know, having those internal conversations, having those, you know, talks with myself and, you know, being able to, to, to truly just, you know, uh, really dive into, into my craft, you know, whether it's, you know, was, was watching tape on, on things I used to do, whether it was, you know, changing up the way I, I trained or changing up my approach and, and the way I did certain moves or certain things to be able to, you know, have better success with them now, like going through the whole reinvention process of, of, of my game and, you know, I think, um, you know, it, it took me a while to get there to, to feel like, you know, everything is is kind of, you know, going the way that I that I wanted it to go. But I think, you know, now I've kind of found like a sweet spot of of just kind of fine tuning and, and doing everything I feel like uh, is needed for me to go out there and be successful uh, down in, down out in, and truly have an impact with this defense. In other words, man, the way out is straight through. The way out is straight through. You did the work, man. You did the hard work on yourself and your craft in the game. Sheldon Rankin's joining us. I can't say how much I respect that, how much I appreciate that. I love that conversation, dude. I got so much out of that. So thank you very much for sharing and the insight, man, and being candid and being real. You're right. You get, you don't really get that from guys because it's not part of the culture, man. You're not supposed to let people know how you feel, especially if you're struggling. That's my yeah. two cents worth. Sheldon, appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. Hey, man, I appreciate you for having me on, man. That was great. Really appreciate that. My man, yes, sir. Sheldon Rankins. That That is such a real conversation by a vet who's been through it and worked his way out of it. 